0: Hey guys, Kill Stokes here. Got a really fun episode for you today. We're gonna talk about reading the tape and some of the tools that you can use to kinda see what's happening behind the scenes in trading. Give you a little bit of an edge, but be careful because as always, there's a little bit of trickery involved as well. Now before we get into it, real quick, if you guys haven't done so already, make sure you check out our website, www.tier1trading.com. If you're interested in learning how to trade, I recommend starting with the 14-day trial membership that gives you access to the platform, allows you to take a handful of courses, interact with the community, and join us for our live sessions. Again, www.tier1trading.com. It's a risk-free trial membership, meaning there's no sneaky auto bill once your 14 days are up. You just lose access. Now, speaking of tier one, this topic was one that we initially discussed in one of our live trading room sessions. I think we were talking about volume and I got a question about um, how to use the indicator that I'm using and and how I use it to kind of look at key levels of interest. And that kind of sparked a conversation um, about alternative forms of that. And one of those alternative forms of kind of reading interest in the market, and that's how I I relate volume, right? Remember, if you listen to the the podcast on volume, I said it was a nice little cinnamon uh, for for volume interest. Um, But another one that relates as well is reading the tape. And we had some discussion about reading the tape and whether or whether it should not be relevant in Forex. I can save that for another episode, but I wanted to come on the Trading Coach podcast here and really dive into that topic a little bit more because I'm sure it's something that many of you guys have heard before, but maybe you're not familiar with it. And reading the tape is something that I, I really enjoyed learning about um, through Mike Bellafiore's book, um, One Good Trade, not a promo from Mike Bellafiore, but he is a friend of ours. And I think it's an excellent book that all traders should read, especially if you're on the edge about if you should be a rules-based trader or a random market gambler. But I actually first heard about reading the tape in a book um, called "Reminiscences of a Stock Operator. It's about Jesse Livermore. Now, I hope I don't get shunned by the trading community. This book is held to like a gold standard. Um... I didn't really enjoy it. I didn't really find it too useful. Um, full disclosure, I read it early on in my trading career, so I probably didn't appreciate the knowledge that was there as I was mostly probably just looking for like get-rich-quick strategies. Um, but it just isn't one that stands out for me. As far as trading stories, I'd much rather read ones like Pitbull or Buy Side. Those are a lot more interesting, but that's just my personal preference. It is kind of an industry standard, so check it out if you haven't done so already. But I remember hearing about Jesse Livermore and he's a trader way back in the day where reading the tape literally meant getting a piece of tape right you would get a printed out version of like a, a, a ticker right the little thing that scrolls that tells you all the prices and he would literally literally go through reading price by price by price quote by price quote by price quote and that's where kind of the initial reading the tape comes from. Now, obviously, has, technology has uh, evolved and we have access to it, to it right in front of our face. But those old school stock traders actually were on the pit looking at tickers. Funny story, not to get too off track, but one of my trading mentors, Todd Brown, um, one of the best guys I know and the best mentors I know and best people I know, he actually got started in the industry by helping traders move from the trading floor and kind of mechanicalizing is that the word mechanicalizing automating I don't know basically taking what they did on the floor and converting it to a computer so that they can do the same thing and and kind of adapt to the new technology that was uh happening as everyone went to more electronic trading but the point is right reading the tape has always been a thing and reading the tape really takes into uh, it takes a few things into account. So obviously reading the tape, you can look at it. It's just looking at the the stock ticker, right, where you get a ticker price. Every time it moves up or down it gets a different quote, it comes on the thing. Right. You can watch that. You can also say watch price action. You want to go down down to a really, really low time frame or a tick chart or something like that. You can watch price action. It's very similar to reading the tape. But how we often hear it referred to now takes a few other things into account, which is Level two, um, which is probably somewhat familiar to many of you and really um, what's it called Uh, time of sales or time in sales. And I'll kind of break down both of those elements to you. And it's going to be a little bit difficult because this is an audio only platform and it'd be easier if you're watching this. Maybe if you're at a computer, just YouTube or uh, Google image level two or time in sales, something like that. But think about level two as being this. And it's also called the order book. Level two is basically a visual representation. Imagine like a, a spreadsheet with different columns that tells you where the orders are at, right? So whenever you place an order in advance, so I'm talking about limit orders, right? A pre-existing order, something where it's a holding spot, where it's like, hey, I would like to buy if price action gets to this level, or hey, I would like to sell if price action gets to this level, right? These are pre-existing orders. You're putting your order in, in hopes that In the future, the market will get to that level and get you filled. This is what level two shows you. It shows you all of the pre-existing orders. It shows you what price they are at, and it shows you the size of what they are. Now, time and sales, right? If we kind of go to the next thing, put a line in the middle. Time of sales think the exact opposite, where uh, level two is pre-existing orders. Time and sales are actual orders, so at market orders, orders that have um, transactions that have happened. So it could be me going into a chart and doing an at market order, or it could be one of the pre-existing orders, a limit order getting filled. But time and sales are the actual orders when they're filled. So one are where orders are at. The other one is orders that are actually happening. And as a trader, what you're doing is you're using this information to help increase your edge in the market. Now, I want to make this very clear, right? Trust me when I say, and there's some other stuff that goes along with this too. We're going to keep it simple here. But trust me when I say it's not as easy as just looking at, you know, if you just go look at a level two or look at a time in sales, it's going to do no help for you, right? This is all kind of a supplement to what you're already doing in trading. And going back to what I spoke about earlier with, with volume, The backbone of my trading philosophy is support and resistance, supply and demand, right? These are key levels in the market. And typically your higher volume levels, right? If you were to bring like a horizontal volume indicator up, they're going to be at your major levels of support and resistance because that's where the most interest is at. So we can typically make the assumption that, you know, if I'm looking to buy something right this is a level I, I should be interested in this is a level i should pay attention to or if i'm looking to get out of a trade right this is a level i should be i should be interested in right because the thing about the market is this the majority of the time or the majority of the activity in the market is completely pointless the majority of the activity in the market I hate to say this is completely random um, and that's why a lot of traders lose money because they, they want all this action they want all this kind of movement and they're buying and selling at levels that no one really cares about but Every once in a while, there are very key levels where we can expect some type of reaction to happen. And of course, we're following our trading plan and trying to extract our edge at those markets or at those levels, excuse me. And this is where your level two, this is where your time and sales play a role. Because instead of just making the best estimation, like, hey, I know based on my knowledge of structure, I know based on my knowledge of volume and combining that with structure or Fibonacci's or whatever you're using to identify that level. I know that this should be a level that the market is interested in. You actually have, I was going to say, firm data, more firm data. I'll, I'll get into that in a little bit, that this level actually has interest. Because if you're watching price go to a certain level, you have the certain level on your radar, and then you can look over at your level two and you can see that, man, there is a bunch of orders, right? Set at this level. That is confirmation that there is interest at this level. If price gets to that level and you see, you look at your time and sales and you see the orders coming in, coming in, coming in, coming in, that is confirmation that there is interest at this level. And what we're looking for is confirmation. Because if you're someone that is like a breakout trader or a reversal trader, right? You need action in order for the market to move. You need interest. If no one is buying and selling, the market's not going to do anything, right? You need buyers, you need sellers, right? You need the speed of buying and the speed of selling to make the market move. And obviously, you, you got to do the rest of your analysis to make sure you're correct in that prediction. Um, but this could be a massive help. Now, it's not as simple as it seemed, right? It's not all good, baby, baby, right? It's not all good because the market knows how we think and level two and reading the tape and order books and all this stuff has become trendy, right? It's it's useful. It is still very useful. Don't get me wrong. But like many things else, it becomes trendy, which means everyone tries to do it. A lot of people do it wrong. And a lot of people end up being suckers, right? Understand first and foremost, institutions will always win because market movement is a game of crowd psychology, understanding human behavior, and they are the best at doing it. They also have the amount of capital to kind of move things and and kind of manipulate things. Again, not in a, a negative scammy way, but just that's just how it is. And they know how we operate. They know how we think. We talk about this um, in the course all the time and our lessons all the time about putting your, you know, stops in a dumb place. Like, don't put stops there because we know that everyone has their stops there. And if we know that everyone has their stops there, guess who else knows that everyone has their stops there, right? And they will go down there, they will grab your stops and then take it the opposite direction uh, without you, right? It, it's pretty... It's pretty predictable. You, you hate to say it, but it's, it's in, 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 a, in a realm of randomness, which is trading. It's pretty predictable that the bad areas. Right. So the market knows this. The market knows how to bait traders. It knows how to manipulate traders. And sometimes there are fake orders. Right. And I don't want to go down this whole rabbit hole and and you know, because you're gonna think it's conspiracy theory, and that's gonna follow up like I said in the last episode about my TikTok feed and how I'm getting all these weird videos now. But I want you to think about it like this. If I am an institutional trader and I want you to do something or I want to do something at a certain level, and I can't do that thing at a certain level until price gets there an easy way to manipulate you is to put in a massive order, a massive limit order, right? So it's on a level two order book, a massive limit order at that spot, because what's going to happen, it's going to show up on everyone's screen and it's going to say 192 or or 9282, whatever it may be. Boom, big block, big size, lots of interest. And that's going to help drive the market to that level. It's going to make it a very important level to um to pay attention to but remember a limit order is a pre-existing order it's not an actual commitment so as price action gets to that level it is not that hard for me to just say cancel my limit order and boom, go the other direction. And bang, I've just baited a bunch of people. I've, I'm trying to think of a, an analogy right now, but I've I've falsely opened the doors and put a little piece of cheese in there and all the mice came ran, running in. Ooh, cheese, 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 cheese. And as soon as they got in, I shut the door and trapped them and took them away, right? So I don't want you guys, and this is for newer traders, right? Obviously, you shouldn't be, you shouldn't be doing anything without practice and, and and testing and whatnot. But I don't, I don't want you guys thinking it's it's as simple as like, Hey, there's this magic indicator that allows me to see behind the walls of trading. And that's going to be my key to success. Trust me. If it were that simple, a lot more people would be successful. What I'm saying is just like how I use volume in the Forex market, this is a tool and like every tool, right? It's in the, it's in the hand of the beholder, right? You can do some really great things with it and it can allow you to do some really cool things and increase your edge in the market. Or if you're unknowledgeable, you could be really dangerous and really hurt yourself. The decision is yours. But I want to take some time out to explain it to you because we've been talking about it a lot. And um, yeah, that's what the Trading Coach Podcast is for. Random episodes about space and time travel and then actual stuff about trading. Hope you love it. Hope you enjoyed the episode. One of the original questions was about level two in Forex. I forgot to address that in the podcast, but it's something that I do not use in Forex. I do not recommend using in Forex. Obviously, you want to test it and try it out first. But as we know, there's a difference in Forex because there's no central exchange. So the data is a little bit funky, Um, but something that is certainly doable and very popular in the stock market. So check it out. And as always, until next time, plan your trade, trade your plan. Take care.